We are live from Fishware Brewing Company in Jacksonville, Florida for the Garden Gold post-game reaction. Just like we planned, right, Vince? Garden and Old at Fishware Brewing Company. My goodness, Ryan. It, it went exactly how we thought, right? Uh, yes, it did. Uh, if you can go back and look at our pregame show and our post or our halftime, we called it. We called it just like this. Vince, hmm. uh, disappointing, I guess would be the word, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think, listen, a win's a win. If five games from now we're undefeated, you won't remember the third game of the season against Boston College, but... Uh, I will remember it today because my heart was was going about a, a hundred beats per minute. Listen, my daughter was here a little bit ago, and she was saying, you know, it's not like the old days when we were we were bad and just, you know, you you weren't as invested in it, right? We're invested right now, and my heart crazy right now. Thank goodness, Boston College loves them some penalties. They sure do. That face mask really bailed us out. Uh, I think the the tail of the tape is mistakes. Oh, too absolutely. many mistakes. Way too many. I mean, you're talking how how damaging would that uh, punt have been in the fourth quarter that touched him if it had not gone out of bounds? Boston College would have had the ball to kick the field goal to win. Hey, Boston College was in this game until the very end, and and don't get me wrong, it wasn't like we gave them everything. They did what they needed to do, and they took advantage of things that apparently we're not so great at yet, Ryan. Um, but, you know, that quarterback, we recruited him. And uh, we recruited him for a reason. He's an athlete. He probably wouldn't have played quarterback for us. But, you know, he made throws. We basically said, we're going to dare you to throw, and he made throws. So that kept them in the game, and we were situationally poor. I mean, if you want to boil it down to specific plays, we were situationally poor on offense and on defense. Uh, it was just one of those weird games. Listen, every year you have one of these games where it's like, what even happened? Like a good example last year was the NC State game, right? Uh, where sure. it felt like you were in control of that game, but we just couldn't get it in the end zone. A lot of mistakes. And then we end up losing that game. Fate was on our, our side this time. So you're hoping that this is one of those one-off games in which the luck was, you know, on our side, but we, we can clean up the mistakes and move forward. What you hope that doesn't happen, Vince, is that this is not a trend of sloppiness coming forward. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that it's not. I mean, this this team under this coaching staff in the last year and a half to two years has not proven to be a consistently uh, uh, poorly coached or mistake-prone team. Let's hope that it all happened in this game and we get it all out of the way and then we come back a little stronger. I mean, uh, where I was supremely confident in this game, 52-10, to 10, did not happen that way. Now I am not as supremely confident in next week like I maybe would have been. Uh, this team has issues from a defensive standpoint. Now, luckily, as you mentioned while we were watching the game, Ryan, Cade Klubnik is not exactly Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. No, uh, he definitely is not. And let, let's be honest. I mean, I was impressed by Boston College, you know, his, the quarterback running around. Sure. Good speed. Um, but the problem is the times that he did that was too often. And the time we gave him in the pocket where he was just hanging around for about five to seven seconds by himself and then way too much time. Uh, you notice on the plays that we actually did well on, we brought more than four people. So sure. I feel like we we came in with a very conservative game plan. It felt very don't lose the game 
rather than like let's go take it like we did against LSU, where we are very aggressive. So I think there's a the good news is about these kind of game events is it gives the coaches plenty of things to talk about and to get keep the players motivated during practice, right? Yeah, if you if you look yeah. at it and you say, do I think the coaching staff was aggressive in this game? I do not. I believe they coached a little conservative here and just thinking that, you know, the athletes would play out in, in the end. I mean, yes, kind of to a degree, but, the you know, the penalties helped out a lot. I don't think that you can wait for a game to come to you. They needed to go after this team, and they, in my opinion, they did not do that. And as we've been talking about for three weeks now, the running game is a problem. You expect that to change against Clemson. Though the defensive game plan is likely going to be pretty aggressive. And again, Cade uh, is not a, uh, a elite athlete as far as uh, legs, and it seems like we do really well against you know guys who can't run a whole lot. And even against Jane Daniels, I mean, what's funny is Jane Daniels is an elite quarterback and very similar to today's quarterback. And we just handled at the I think the game plan philosophy was much different, which doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand why you would go away from what worked in game one for this game. No, I don't think you should. And I think, like I said, I think there. I don't think you can assume complete dominance. No, you can't. And when you anymore. cannot assume complete dominance, which we, you know, you and I did at the beginning of this game before yeah. this game started. If you cannot assume complete dominance, then you have to game plan in an aggressive format like you're always behind. And I think Mike Norvell is much better when he does it that way. Yeah, and I think uh, one funny thing, uh, Rob, we're agreeing with you. Just sad today. Is what Rob said. You know what would have been more sad? What's that? If we had lost. If we would have lost. Yeah, I told Vince right before we came on the air, this reminded me of last year NC State game, or if you go back to the Fisher era, again, I think it was actually the NC State game in, in the Fisher era where we, you know, inexplicable. It seems like this is going to be a blowout, and then we just mistakes and mistakes pile up. And before you know it, all you got to do is give an, a, a team when you're on the road a chance to believe in the crowd it's excited and momentum's on your side, but really excited this week. If we can get your analytics guy back on, because there was a lot of math, ain't math in that we yeah. want to talk about. It's interesting. I'll tell you what, I, and I would never feel bad for a rival fan base for an opposing fan base, but the fans that showed up there for the Boston college game, they were brought to the brink of euphoria. Yeah. And it didn't happen because of a face mask. Yeah. I'm not saying they would have ended up pull, pull, uh, pulling the game out, but they might have. You never know. Um, but, yeah, we'll see if Parker's available. We'll have those those plays queued up. Um, we should be happy, though, that Jordan Travis looks like he's going to be okay. I think so. I mean, you could tell that his shoulder was wrapped or his arm was wrapped. I don't know if that plays into any decision-making on, you know, how much are we going to throw, how much are we not going to throw. But, man, I keep going back to it, and I'll keep going back to it over and over and over again. Something is not right with the running game. Yeah, it's not right. And we'll see how much this plays into going forward if it continues to be sloppy. Or maybe this is a one-off game. We hope it was a one-off. I hope so. Any final thoughts before we close out our instant reaction? I mean, the final thoughts are, first of all, this venue is fantastic. Fishweir Brewing Company in the Murray Hill area of Jacksonville, Florida. I'm telling you what, if you're looking for a great place to go watch a game, they got the inside bar area. They're seeing a, 
a video shot of it here. We don't have a camera on the backyard area. Maybe we'll do that for next time. Maybe next but time the, the weather will be better. The backyard area is just phenomenal, too. Mm-hmm. And we thank Stacy and Brock for inviting us here to do the show here. We'll be back here uh, for the Wake Forest game. And I'm just very, you know, very fortunate to be surrounded by garnet and gold, right? Mm-hmm. And we were all suffering together there for a while. We were. I mean, this is Garnet and Old. We're a fan-based podcast. We sure are. I could, I could feel people's hearts sinking as this game went on. But you know yeah. what? We pulled it out. 3-0. That's all I'm going to remember this game on, 3-0. So let's go on to Clemson. Let's clean it up, and let's have a good day. But everyone, you know what, Vince? I got one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. I want to thank all the Marching Chiefs alumni that came out to play today. I forgot to mention that. Uh, and we will have another Marching Chiefs alumni group here for the Wake Forest game. They came here and they played some live music. The people here loved it. Thank you guys that came to do that. Uh, you are in my heart. Send Chiefs all the damn time. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining us on the post-game instant reaction show. We're going to do this live in person for the uh, fit, for the uh, Wake Forest game as well later this season. And we're going to be doing pre and post for all games this season. So stay tuned. Like, subscribe to Garn and Old. No inside info. No contacts. No problem. Everyone, 3-0. and Have a good day. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. SEC, Florida State, Florida State, your brothers, your team, your heartbeat. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies.